Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Latch Mama podcast. It's been so long, but we're back. Um, I'd like to say we've survived the pandemic, but the pandemic is still very much um, part of our lives. But we're here. Uh, we got our feet back under us a little bit at Latch Mama. Um, feel like things are back under control, mostly because today's guest is back here uh, helping us at Latch Mama. Our amazing project manager, Catch All, keeps this boat afloat when my life is falling apart. Um, Lauren is here with us today, and we are going to be talking about going from one baby to two babies, um, which is a topic that a lot of people have asked us to talk a little bit about, um, some tips, some pointers, um, and kind of get some insight into what's happened in Lauren's life for the last few months. You're listening to the Latch Mama podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Wirt, business owner and tired mom of five. Join us each week as we talk about pregnancy, nursing, parenting, and all things motherhood. Wow. Hey, guys. Happy to be here. <laughs> That's my baby cries. Um, hi, sweet little Arthur. I say I don't really like other people's babies very much, but Arthur and I have a connection. We sit yeah. next to each other with our masks on, or I have a mask, he of course does not, and I smile with my mask on and he sees it. I schmize with my eyes and he smiles right back at me. Yeah. Kind of. You give out good vibes. He's pretty much the cutest little baby ever. Um, so Lauren just came back to work. Um, I guess she's probably been back for a little while now, but you know, all these days kind of run together. Um, and she now has two babies. How is it? It's great. I mean, pandemic <laughs> postpartum is a little different than regular postpartum, but I mean, one to two. It's so my eldest, as you know, is two and a half. Okay. He just turned two when Arthur was born, who is now almost six months. So, I mean, I think like the biggest difference was you didn't have any help pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> it's just you and your partner and a newborn and a toddler. Holy moly. So, was it, your partner able to take some time off of work too or how yeah. did that work yeah so we're definitely fortunate that he was able to stay home have some time off for the baby and then also be able to work from home um so that was definitely a silver lining but you had support. a so you had a brand new baby and then you had a two-year-old and your yeah. husband was trying to work from home yeah so i mean the mom guilt is real because yeah. you're very much trying to keep the toddler from interrupting work meetings and just like overall distractions because they're two they just want to explore and be involved yeah. and, and chat and and be cute and you're like hey <laughs> there is a client on the call and the their whole world's been turned upside down because yeah. mommy now has a new baby um talk to me a little bit if you don't mind about kind of what your thoughts and feelings were before Arthur was born. Were you worried? Were you excited? Did you have any idea what was going to happen in terms of the dynamics of your relationship with Emmett? Yeah. I mean, there's that kind of cliche of like, you don't realize that your heart can hold more love. I mean, like Absolutely. that's so corny, but you're like, how is it possible for me to actually love another human being? Like, do I have space? Like, yeah. seriously, do I have space? Am I going to be <laughs> love them both equally the same? I mean, those are all things that it sounds so silly now because you're like, of course, you're going to love both your kids yeah. the same. Like your heart's just going to grow. It's going to be great. But yeah, you're like, I mean, 
change is happening. He's not going to get the same attention. And I hope that he doesn't really, he doesn't resent me or feel sad or resent the baby. I mean, these are all things that just go through your mind of like, I don't know what's going to happen, but I mean, it it all works out. I mean, he's still so young. He loves his brother. I mean, he just wants to help. And if I could go back and tell myself anything, I would have been like, relax. He's going to be okay. You guys are going to grow and it's going to be fine. It's so hard with those pregnancy hormones, though, because, you know, just vulnerability is such a huge part of pregnancy in general, especially towards the end. And then, you know, you try and fix everything and you want it all perfect and it all, you know, comes together how it's meant to come together. And, you know, you're just kind of along for the ride at that point. Um do you have any like favorite moments from this first few days or do you want to tell us a little bit about Arthur's birth and where Emmett yeah. was and how that all worked? Yeah, yeah. So Arthur was born at home. Um, it was kind of just like the, am I in labor? Am I in labor? I don't know. So I spent the day just hanging out with Emmett. We baked some things. It's awesome. We had a dance party. Um, but then when it was go time, I was like, all right, Emmett. You gotta go. go. I feel it. I'm a little, I don't want to be touched right now. Um, So luckily I have family nearby that has also been really isolated and they took him. Um, But then after Arthur was born, Emmett came by and initially his reaction was just like, who is this? What is this little thing? Like his face, I wish I could like recreate it because it was just so funny. But he was just shocked and he had no clue what to do with himself. But it it quickly immediately changed and he was just like, I think he kind of instinctively knew, okay, this is a new person in our lives. We're going to treat him and love him. Like he just totally is in love with his brother. Um, And I I think the age difference helps. Like he's not quite... Like, he's still dependent, but also independent enough that mm-hmm. he can kind of, like, take care of himself. Like, I want a toy, so I'm going to go get a toy for myself. Yeah, and um, Arthur can't go get a toy yet, which is which is kind of nice. So like, it's really, really helpful in that yeah. case. Um, but it is nice, too, because he can still have some of his own stuff. Like, my first two yeah. are 20 months apart. Okay. And I, but I said from, like, day day two or three with baby number two, I loved parenting two more than I loved parenting one. Like yeah. it was just such an eye-opening experience. Like I felt finally like a mom. I felt like we had a family. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. For some reason, I think the second my second son's birth was a lot more empowering. Um, it's actually what ended up eventually starting Latch Mama. God, I feel like it's so long ago. Six years ago, <laughs> seven years ago. I don't even know at this Time point. Flies. But yeah, crazy. Um, but I look at them now and they couldn't be any more different. They're mm-hmm. kind of like oil and water, but then they also miss each other during the day. So I was say, are they really close? Cause that's something that I'm really looking forward to is like that age gap of two years, like um, just enough. Yeah. yeah. But is there more conflict? I don't so, know. Like, what am I getting myself into? I'm not quite sure. So I think it depends on the kids. I mean, my first two are very, very different. You know, my first is kind of athletic and kind of weirdly kind of more, sensitive mm-hmm. and um my second one is a little bit more outgoing and he's kind of more analytical um but you know they just they don't their brains don't quite work exactly the same way so sometimes they get frustrated with each other but in general they miss each other in general anything good or bad happens the first person they want to share it with is each other yeah um which is really kind of so cool sweet. yeah it's cool but um so Talk to me about some struggles. Anything that has been surprisingly hard or 
surprisingly hard. I mean, yeah, there's always going to be stuff that's hard. Um, I think, I mean, aside from making sure that you keep two humans alive, <laughs> that is um, a big responsibility, of course. But um, I think it's also trying not to lose my patience is really hard and just remembering, hey, he's two. Yep. So you have to remember to slow down and kind of explain like, mm-hmm. hey, we can't put our hand on the stove. Yep. Like, if I'm cutting something, like the yeah. very obvious dangers, yeah. absolutely, you still have to be really aware of, but also yeah. balancing. I mean, I guess it's just the balancing it's, act, but... It's really a hard age. Like, I remember, like, there's something that kind of happens at some point where, I think it's between, like, two and three, maybe it's three, I don't know, for boys it's probably different, where some sort of like light light bulb goes off in their head and suddenly like these dangerous things start to make more sense but there's that age where like they're gonna run in front of a car because they have no idea that like that that when you say a car is gonna hurt you it's really gonna hurt you or they're they're gonna put their hand on a hot stove because they don't associate the two but then at some point it clicks and it becomes much easier but I totally remember that and I remember like at one point I was getting them both out of the car and I was putting I was putting Alex on my back and Nathan mm-hmm. just bolted. Oh my god. And I remember grabbing him and he fell backwards and he hit his head. It was it was mm-hmm. terrible. But it was one of those moments where I was like, I, I can't I, how am I gonna keep two humans alive? Like how yeah. like how is this gonna go on? But the good news is they get older, you know, and <laughs> yeah, you eventually no. get more sleep and they grow and yeah. normally, you know, kids start to connect the dots and that's how we all have gotten here where we don't run in front of cars anymore. For yeah. The most part. It's like giving yourself grace and understanding mm-hmm. like, Hey, it's okay if he falls, you know, within yep. reason, but yep. like, it's okay if he falls on the grass, mm-hmm. like it's okay. Just, just be there and love him and like, just be present. I yeah. think that's kind of one of the biggest things that I'm trying to remember and be kind with myself with the one to two. Yeah. Cause with Emmett for the longest time, he was my whole world, my whole life. And now there's two. Yeah. So absolutely, it's just like sharing the time and, and he's probably having to learn more about patience and yeah and sharing mommy and and dad and yeah so i mean i think that's kind of the biggest Hey, everybody. Sorry to interrupt the podcast. Melissa here with Latch Mama. Just wanted to give you a little update on what we have going on um, with LatchMama.com. All of our amazing fall inventory has started to arrive. We have some awesome, awesome, cool styles to take you through the fall and the winter. Um, Bump friendly, pump friendly, um, anything that you guys need, we've got it. So go check it out at LatchMama.com. How's sleep going? Was Emmett still co-sleeping when Arthur was born do you want to yeah I I don't know if I'll probably will people will tear will chew me up for this but yeah so we have not on the latch mama podcast (laughs) we have a a giant king-size bed Emmett we've tried like time and time again to get him in his own bed that's just not how this kid rolls and I'm very much like every kid has Mm -hmm. every different individual yeah so I was like honestly if this means that I'm gonna get some sleep you can you can join our bed Um, but yeah, so we have, there's four of us in the bed, (laughs) but we're all very separated. I mean, we follow the rules of like no big blankets, no extra pillows. I mean, yeah. So, um, it works for our family. Absolutely, We're on top of it. Yeah. Not literally, because that would be very dangerous. Uh, (laughs) But we're getting some sleep and it helps not breastfeeding. So I'm up throughout the night anyway and there's no there's no judgment coming from here I think Nathan was in our bed our first was in our bed probably until he was like four every kid is different you know and you just gotta you gotta do what allows you to get up and do life and keep them alive and you know 
just get through every day. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Um, and it's so funny how different Arthur is too. Like I'm seeing when he's a different yeah. kid. Like Emmett was on the boob forever. Mm-hmm. Like he just, that was his comfort. Arthur, I'm like offering. He's like, mm, I'm not hungry. I don't want it. Like yeah. I have no interest. So I'm like, okay, I mean, that's fine. Totally yeah. fine. It's just funny how they're so different. Just wait, it gets a little addictive because then you just want to keep having them because you're like, oh my gosh, this <laughs> one's personality. Yeah, this one's personality <laughs> is so cool. And they're into this. And then this one likes to do this. Yeah. And oh my gosh. And then like one and four get along really well because they have this yeah. connection. Yeah, yeah. That's how you end up with five. Um, but uh, it's uh it's cool. It's, you know, it's just, it's so much fun. I feel like to build a family and to just, you know, yeah, it's, watch the dynamics and watch them grow and their relationship grow together. And yeah. And I think about, I have, there's three, there's four in total of my siblings. So there's three others and we're all super, super close and super like three years apart. So, and like to this day, I mean, all my siblings, we, we text each other constantly. Like we are so involved in each other's lives. Yeah. And I mean, they are another cliche. We're built in friends. I mean, like, yeah. sure, we hate each other some days, but it's so nice to have that yeah. connection with each other. And I think that that's like that big thing to remind, you know, everybody of is like, we get those messages all the time with people yeah. who are moms who are just so terrified that they're not going to be able to love number two like they love number mm-hmm. one or three like they love number two it happens and your heart just opens up and yeah. you know I feel like watching that connection and that sibling connection you know happen you know in some ways is one of the most joyful parts of motherhood for me um so yeah, yeah I agree and I'm sure it gets it gets bigger every I mean, your heart, I love, I really, I love that visual of like your heart just grows (laughs) like like the Grinch, you know, with every kid, (laughs) but not saying that we're the Grinch, but, um, but you know what I mean? Like it's just, it's so, it's, it's just really magical and doesn't mean you need to have a bunch of kids either to have a really big heart, but (laughs) you could have one kid instead of a giant, giant heart, but it's just, it really is such a special, um, experience to have and it's nice to remind myself like don't try not to stress so much you know one to two you they are not going to remember yeah like all those moments of the day where I'm really beating myself up like oh I lost my patience I lost my temper like Mm -hmm. they're probably not going to remember that yeah like just do the best you can it's hard no matter how many kids you have whether you have one or whether you have you know 10 it's or 12 or not trying to judge anybody who has yeah. more. Um, yeah, but th- like, it's, it's hard. It's tough. And just keep on giving yourself grace. Yeah. That's the takeaway. Yeah. Everybody absolutely. just give yourself <laughs> grace because you deserve it. And perfect. Cool. Yeah, it's well, welcome to the little latch mama family. Little Arthur. We like you. He likes it. He likes it here too. <laughs> as he's like trying to eat everything. <laughs> cool. Well, thanks for listening guys. And, uh, yeah thanks lauren for being here <laughs> thanks for having me <laughs> now let's go unpack some boxes I know. Woo-hoo. Should be- <laughs>